Today, we'll choose an EV for a Nissan Leaf owner wanting more range, a two-car family looking to replace their Toyota Prius, and a guy looking for his first EV. Hello, and welcome to Battery Bargains, a series from the Batteries Included podcast where we answer your EV buying questions. This is episode number 17. I'm Dominic Yoni, and I am joined today by Martin Lee from the New EV News Daily podcast, and Tom Malogny, senior editor at Inside EVs and host of the YouTube channel State of Charge. Of course, we also have Kyle Connor from Outer Spec Studios. Uh, if you're looking for your own battery bargain, email us with your use case and budget. Please keep your emails to a short couple paragraphs so we can get through as many as possible each week. And we'll see about featuring your case on an upcoming episode. All right, so let's kick this thing off with our first case for the day. And to be transparent, we've paraphrased these emails a bit for length and clarity. So are you guys ready to spend somebody else's money? Let's do it. How right. many e-trons are we going to recommend today? <laughs> At least one. Somewhere. We have to. A... It's tradition. <laughs> right? we, we need a, a special sound for the e-tron e sound. Right? Yes. We need. What would it be? Just like an explosion <laughs> of money when they break. I don't know. Oh, that too. You're right. Yeah. So our first email comes to us from Edward, and he writes, Hello. Currently, I own a 2018 Nissan Leaf. 40 kilowatt hour battery. I'm looking to trade it for in for a better EV with more range. I drive about 40 miles round trip to work with my with the occasional 150 to 200 mile road trip. I've only road trip once in my Nissan Leaf and had to charge on the way home. I would like to road trip without I would like to road trip more without having to charge until I get home. My price point is under 25,000 including tax and license. It must be sold by a dealer all this so I can take advantage of the $4,000 federal tax credit on used EVs. A late model EV 2018 plus would be preferred. I've looked at the Tesla Model 3 and Model Y, but there's nothing under 25,000 out the door. I love the Tesla for many reasons, but it doesn't have Apple CarPlay and that's a turnoff uh, point for me. Any help you guys could give me would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Edward. All right. so. Kyle, we haven't seen you on the, on the battery markets for a couple of weeks, so let's let's toss this off to you. First off, and I think it, he might have written this in November, and I believe the prices of Model 3s have gone down since then, so yeah. Yeah, that seems like a long gap, so I'd be curious if he actually found something uh, in that meantime. But it's, it's interesting to me uh, that he has a leaf and he's wanting more range, but didn't even mention charging speeds. So maybe really one of those use cases with home charging and does the long distance stretches. You know, to his point, Model 3 and Model Y um, are always a recommendation we make on this show. It's not a very creative recommendation, but it's a sensible one. They are a common platform with many used parts and, and knowledge, service knowledge available. The things that go wrong are known. And while some of them maybe aren't the cheapest to fix, they're at least known issues with known fixes. There's really no surprises going with a used Model 3 or Model Y. And I just took a quick glance at cars.com, not sponsored yet, one day maybe. Um, and, you know, under $20,000 can get you all the Model 3, high mileage Model 3, low to mid 20s gets you a reasonably, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70,000. Uh, mile car, uh, maybe even a few gems in there for a little less. My my recommendation is the Model 3. Now, in, in terms of the CarPlay situation, this is something that comes up a lot with people searching for Tesla. It is something they want to have in their vehicles, customers, and, and et cetera. 
But I think a lot of these customers are coming from vehicles such as him with his Nissan Leaf that have absolute garbage HMI uh, interactions. So basically, the the screen sucks uh, to dumb it down. And that is true in most cars. I find... At least the way that I use my Teslas is that uh, I'm not lacking or wanting CarPlay in them. Now, I'm also not one to really heavily use CarPlay. I like to use the in-car route planning with the in-car navigation so it can precondition without using Waze. Um, I really like that Spotify is built in. And those are the two main benefits that I get from CarPlay. Tesla will also have a text message thing. So if someone texts you, you can auto reply. It reads it to you just like CarPlay. So I'm not really sure what you'd be missing from the CarPlay experience. There's also workarounds and hacks to add CarPlay to Teslas. But I think if you're on a reasonable budget, if you just want something sensible, used Model 3 all day long, that just seems to make so much sense from my side. Right on. So Tom, uh, you have anything up your sleeve? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, I, I read it as if Apple CarPlay was like a hard stop for this person. So I'm going to go a little bit different than what Kyle said, and I'm going to tell them to look for a Bolt EUV or, or a Bolt EV. The EUV gives a little bit more room uh, and uh, or perhaps a Kia Nero EV. Uh, they both have Apple CarPlay. You can get both of them. You can get a, a, a Kia Nero EV, a 2022. That's little bit more than a year old for like 22 23,000 low miles um so you know that that's what i'm going to say look bolt ev or euv and kia nero ev uh, all of which you can get for well under 25,000 and get your apple carplay and i will add extremely reliable platforms those neros just run keep an eye on the 12 volt the bolts have no issues once you get the new battery in them plenty of room Huge range. Both, I think, have more than acceptable range. The Nero, much better charging than the Bolt. And of course, also this the, person's the, coming out of a Leaf, uh, 40 kilowatt hour. I don't think long road trips and charging speed is a high priority for this person. I could be wrong, but uh, it's hard to read the room on that. But it didn't seem like that wasn't one of the things that they brought up. Like, I need a vehicle to charge faster or go further, maybe a little further than the 40 kilowatt Leaf, which is pretty limited. Um, yeah. And the Bolt and uh, the Bolt and the Nero and the Model Three would all suit his purpose. But if if Apple CarPlay is a hard stop, look for the Bolt and the Nero. I would also mention that the Hyundai Kona Electric is also on that same platform as as the Kia Nero, and the older ones are a little bit smaller than the uh, Kia. E- I think the brand new one, the twenty twenty four, is like same same size as as the Nero, or just about. Yeah, it's had a platform I, I th- change. It's not the first refresh, but it's the second refresh. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, I think I think it's got slightly more uh, backseat room, which was the big falling of the original Hyundai Kona Electric. But for this guy, it doesn't sound. It doesn't seem like he had. He doesn't mention a family. So if you're the only person in your car, you know Kona Nero, then look at what you like, what feels comfortable driving, and, and appearance. Martin has a ton of experience with the uh, Kona Electric. He's owned a couple. I've, I've road tripped one across the country. I love that car. There's yeah. so much tech for the money. Find yourself that- a high spec one. And that's the thing. I found one in Aurora, East Denver, at 23,000. It's done 6,000 miles. This Ooh. is from Shomp Hyundai, which is a great name for a dealer. Yeah, I, mean, that, I know maybe that's, guys. Maybe it's owned by Mr. Shomp. I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's yeah. insane. What's happened to used Kona prices? Last time I looked, they weren't $23,000. So uh, call Shomp. 
and uh, and say <laughs> so I'll have that one. It's in beautiful black and it looks brand new because I'm six thousand miles. And that is all the car for no money. And and moving from a, a leaf, what look whatever you get is going to be great. But yeah, it's got CarPlay in it, and it's um, uh, it's not wireless. It's wired CarPlay. Does it matter? No, not really. Um, but yeah, get the you can't quite afford the new new. Uh, Kona, but get that because it's someone else has taken the hit on it and you get a really good value car. Mm, nice. So I, I was looking around, I thought the, um, you know, he's saying that he didn't have the Model 3s available for under 25,000, but uh, that was when he wrote the uh, when he wrote in and things have changed since then. So looking around, I just found this great example I want to share with y'all. Uh, let me see, 2018 Model 3 long range. I think this is a rear-wheel drive car, actually. Let me double check. Yes, a rear-wheel drive, long yep. range. Uh, under the twenty-four ninety-five, only twenty-two thousand miles on it, which is you know key for me. If he's going to go back to twenty eighteen, I'd like to keep the miles low, especially if you're commuting. Well, I guess your commute's forty miles, so it's not too bad. But you know, you're going to stack those miles up there pretty quick, so it's good to start from a lower basis point, I guess. Uh, yeah. So I had that as a suggestion. Um, oh, th that doesn't seem like a killer deal, Dom. No, that's I mean, not like the best deal on the planet. It's too low of mileage. It's, you it's, could it's, go up for a 50,000 mile example and not give up much, but you'd save a lot of money. I just bought it. This, this Polestar's got 40,000 miles on it. It's barely run in that I just bought. It's, it feels brand new. Um, and also, pre-refresh pre though, isn't it? On, uh, it uh, is, yes. So this, uh, this one, don't go for a pre-refresh car. I mean, this is a uh, refresh is like the only the Highland that's only available now, right? No, but as in, as in, no. you know, uh, so it's got the black trim and the heat pump yeah. when I say and the new interior. Yeah, 22, 21, 22, yeah. something uh, like 21. that. 21. Right. Yeah. Just, so if you, so, for yeah. 25, you should get a refresh model for 25, surely. So just to defend this particular car, it does have enhanced autopilot. Uh, yeah. And under thirty thousand miles, of course, it has HomeLink Five, which is good. My, my car, which is like a similar car, does not have HomeLink. This came out but a little bit later. But you can upgrade it. It, it, you can upgrade it, but this already already has it, and and the and uh, it's not in the free color, which is always good. And it's got but premium it's audio as well, as well. So it's got yeah. the subwoofer, which yeah. which rocks. If you've listened to the uh, the great the sound stereo, system. it's good to have the subwoofer, the premium sound. You want the premium sound? You definitely. It's so good. <laughs> I yeah, really, love it. really is. Uh, yeah. So that was that was that was my uh, Tesla choice, but. Cool. Looking at Tesla at uh, CarPlay, it also had me looking at uh, Chevy Bolts. You know, I think it's a great value, and you know, I found one twenty one thousand dollars, twenty twenty three. So if you're looking for them, a Chevy Bolt, if you want, you want to drive a Chevy Bolt, it's not the most fanciest car. So, but but with prices right now, you can really kind of get the nicer models. You can go for two LT, so the the highest trim level, low miles. I've got one here on my screen, twenty twenty three for twenty one thousand dollars. I'm not really sure what's going on with Bolt prices, but is that does that make sense to you guys? Does that? I thought they were new twenty six before incentives. Twenty six five for a one LT. Right before yes. incentives, then you get seventy five hundred plus five thousand here in Colorado off of that, which would make it cheaper than this used one. Right, but this used one gets another four thousand dollars off the price, and you can't buy okay. a new one anymore. <laughs> okay, there's only sure. a handful sure. of All, them left. Right, so um, All fair. So plus yeah. it's a new uh, body so style. I mean, it looks. Yep. Looks good. So like seventeen thousand dollars, you got twelve thousand miles on it. It's the two LT. Um, but I think if he's going for tax credit, he's on a budget. Then just go right. cheap old bolt and put I some would. money in the oh, bank. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, maybe it's, it's 40, 40, 40 miles a day. I just think if we, if you're going to be in a bolt, you might as well have like the nice trim and everything. Or you could go with the old bolt, but the high trim, I guess, level two, I guess. Yeah, I the like old the premier. New, the new bolt is just new bolt is more comfortable. You know, nice place to stay, spend some seats time. Seats are better. Yeah, yeah the, the seats are better, and you know, the prices are so low. I'm like, this is it's well, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Either way, you can't so, go wrong. Yeah. So those those are my suggestions for this this guy for for uh, Edward. Yeah. All right. Uh, so our next case comes to us from Charlie, he, who sent us this email, and he says, "Hi there. Currently have a Hyundai Ionic Five, which we love, and hoping to offload our 2014 Prius to go all EV. Was originally looking to get a second EV for a few years down the line, but." The current situation with used bolt prices has me seriously excited about either an EV or EUV for our second car as a local commuter. Here's the tricky part. We recently put solar on our house, so on top of being somewhat tight for cash, we have no tax liability at the moment. My hope is that in January, I could get the 4,000 used credit off a bolt at the point of sale, sell the Prius for seven, around 17,000 while it's still getting good money, and then spend at most three to four thousand dollars on a on a twenty twenty or twenty twenty two bolt. I'm hearing rumblings online that many opt many dealers may not opt into the new point of sale credit, or that they they'll simply raise prices to compensate. I know Tom's got a lot of experience with dealers. What do you guys and what do you guys anticipate will happen here? And should I pull the trigger in January or hold off? Any thoughts on which trim slash model year to spring for? I'm a tech guy, so I'm drawn to wireless CarPlay and modern design of the 22 models. Thanks, Charlie. All right. So there's our there's our uh, our letter. What do you, I just love how a tech guy, a tech guy, <laughs> is looking at a bolt. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not yeah, a tech I guy. Guess. Yeah. So well, let, let me let me start off with this one because you mentioned me. Oh, okay, um, first sure. of all, he uh, uh, talked about uh, the ta his tax liability. Mm. Now, the way the tax credit used to work was you had to have tax liability in order to take advantage of it. That all changed in 2024. You don't need tax liability anymore. So don't worry about that. You, you only don't qualify for it if you make too much money. There is no low threshold as it was for all the previous years. So don't worry about not, not making money. You still qualify for it. As for the dealerships, there'll be some bad actors. Uh, some dealers uh, may try to offset the tax credit by um, raising prices. It's going to happen. It's a free market. The dealers can do whatever they want. They're independent businesses. The manufacturers can't do really do anything about it. And you have to shop around. As Kyle says, the whole country is your shopping cart, not the three dealers that live within five miles of, of your house. So, um, and the internet makes it very easy. Now, as far as some dealers not participating with the tax credit, that could happen. It's a horrible business decision. Uh, you know, so if any dealer just decides on principle, I'm not doing that because I don't want to deal with EVs, stay as far away from that dealership as you can. So, I mean, I, I can't imagine any dealership doing that. It'd be like a, opening up a, a, a donut shop and saying you're not going to sell coffee because whatever reason, you know, it's, it's not, you know, some coffee that's sold is not fair trade coffee. So, but any event, people do cut off their nose to spite their face. And that would be the case if, if you find a dealer that decides they're not participating in that, but you'd be upfront, you ask them before you are even going to consider the vehicle, you know, 
you 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 are a, a qualifying dealership for federal tax credit, right? They'll, they'll be able to answer that question straight out. Um, and I wouldn't do anything to just to 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 you know talk you out of getting a Bolt EV or EUV. As you know, I have that uh, 2023 One uh, LT EV. Love it. Great little commuter car. No options. The only option I got was the rear cross, uh, cross traffic alert. Um, uh, because that's really uh, very helpful, you know, backing out of spaces and so forth. But otherwise, bare bones, bolt EV, and I love it. It's, it, it serves its purpose. It's great, um, you know, transportation. Um, I, I, I'd do it over again. I wouldn't even get the 2LT. I, I like it the way it is. The, car, the um, CarPlay and Android Auto were great, um, you know, and uh, that's what I would do. Just contact the dealers, make sure that, they, that they're in the program, don't worry about your tax liability and pick yourself up a Bolt EV or EV. Yeah. Martin, have any, any thoughts? So, uh, yes, sell your Prius while it's worth money. So I got 17 grand for a Prius. I thought you were living in cloud cuckoo land. So I went a uh, quick look at cars.com, not a sponsor yet. And uh, they uh, there are indeed Priuses, Prii, on sale for that much money. Uh, wow. but they got, they're between eight grand and 21. And the, there was a 21, $22,000 Prius uh, with very low mileage. And obviously the dealer is, is trying their luck with that. But still, I couldn't believe it. So should you get rid of your... Uh, your combustion car look i know should is a strong word do what you want but if you don't want that car anymore it's worth good money at the minute there is a there's something happening out there at the minute where hybrids are just worth really good money um 10 year old hybrids and the prius is a very very good car latest generation prius is spectacular great bit of engineering wouldn't be for me i wouldn't recommend it for you uh, but it's a very good thing um but the 2014 prius uh i think i've probably been in the back of a million ubers of of those they're fine as you know but people really want them so my advice to you yes i won't get involved in what you're going to buy next but my advice to you indeed sell the prius because somebody at the minute wants it that won't be the case going forward but at the minute the way your market is looking i think you get good money for it yeah that sounds a, so i'm not sure if i should um, so i was talking about the, the you know the bolts he's talking about wanting the bolt but then i was looking at the kia neros and they're that's kind of a you know i think if you're going to buy a bolt you should at least you want to yourself at least maybe check out the kia nero just to see if maybe you enjoy the seating position or whatever the feel of it more or as much as the bolt because there's some great deals out there as well there's 2020 kia neros for uh you know, twenty thousand dollar range new with under you know, under thirty thousand some of them under twenty thousand actually here uh so you know it's great uh but see there's also this Chevy Bolt EUV. I decided to show EUV this particular guy, just because you know he's family, so it's slightly uh, larger in the back seat. I'm not. He didn't mention kids, but you know, it's a larger back seat, and it's pretty nice. And it comes in this in in the awesome color of uh, baby blue. Uh, yeah, and if you could find something like this, this is so go <coughs> and treat yourself to the premier. Get the high trim level, low miles, and. Uh, you know, this one's kind of close to the the twenty five thousand dollar mark. You know, the cutoff for the uh, for the uh, tax incentive. But I don't know. I, I think I take a. Go ahead. 
I think what we'll do, I think uh, we've mentioned it before, I think we need to start uh, getting uh, either like a Google Sheet or a Google Form and get everyone who writes in to say where you are buying a car from because that can really change the calculation because, you know, Hyundai are matching the $7,500 federal tax credit, which you don't get with their cars because of where they're made in the batteries. Mm -hmm. And they're adding, at the minute, $7,500 on top with the Ionic 5 as a uh, for the first Q1 or something as, a, as, a, as an additional bonus. And, and if you'd said to me, it's like, oh, we, you know, we live in Colorado, where there's $7,500 state incentives there. True, I, I was true. talking today on EV News Daily um, about, I think it is uh, maybe Minnesota or something, is adding another 2500 to theirs while the funds are available. And so if you, it, we might need to ask people, you know, if you're going to buy a car, like, where are you buying it? Because that does change the equation as well. And then you wouldn't be thinking, oh, maybe I can scrape into a Bolt. You can go from a Prius to an amazing EV. Probably for not much more money. Yeah. I'm not saying you put money back in your pocket, but I think, yeah, people, need, we need to start working out where, you, where you're buying your cars from as well. Right, right. because it's nice as, as great as it is to, you know, to buy a used car with low miles. It's even better to buy a brand new car with no miles. It's all yours. Absolutely. It's just, yeah, just that peace of mind and plus full warranty and all that kind of stuff as well. It's, yeah, definitely worth it. All right. Um, so I guess our last email comes to us from Jeff and he writes, hi guys, I'm looking for my first EV for commuting so I can retire my 2013 BMW I, or 128i six speed manual to a weekend fun car. I drive <coughs> hundred miles per day round trip for my commute in Massachusetts, 90% highway, 10% suburban rural roads. And I go to the office on average four days a week minimum. So lots of commuting. Uh, my company has 16 level two charging ports at work. Not free, but not expensive either on the Blink network. I'm looking for opinions on used EVs. I've been looking at used EVs for 25,000 and under to qualify for the $4,000 federal tax rebate. And I am finding a lot of Kona EVs in this range. Some of them even Hyundai certified pre-owned. What are your thoughts on the Kona EV as used vehicles? Anything to watch out for? Is there any way to get battery health reports can you think of other good options of course i've looked at bolts too and even considered new one lt bolts with a $7,500 rebate also considered kia nero evs which in general seem a little more expensive than the konas mini cooper se's should would be a blast but i would be charging every day and in the dead of winter i might have to charge both at home and at work any other things to consider thanks in advance jeff uh, Kyle, have any yeah, loving. Sorry, yeah, loving, sure. loving the um, the Kona idea here because that what's going to be important in, on this run is it's not a road trip vehicle; it is a heavy, high mileage commuting vehicle, mm -hmm. and so efficiency matters, especially when he's paying for charging at work and he's got blink charging at work, which means it will most likely break at some point in the near future. So he needs to make sure he can at least do the round trip. Uh, when the level two charging breaks at his office. So my recommendation is uh, Kona. So it's always been uh, magically efficient and you'd be, you know, get great driver assistance. That matters as well. The Bolt, you do not get driver assistance. So I would not uh, recommend that car unless you go for an EUV with Super Cruise, but then you're into money. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I think the Kona's got great lane centering. It's got great tech. We've, I've mentioned it twice on this show. It's kind of funny. But uh, that's the one. That's the one I would go for if I was him. This is like our Bolt Kona episode or something. 
right? Uh, Tom, you have any thoughts? I do. Sa sounds like Jeff is into uh, driving uh, enthusiastically because he, mm -hmm. he's, he, he, he's retiring his uh, 128i six-speed. So I'm going to go a little different here. I'm going to tell him to search and find a BMW i3s. Uh, you can Ooh. find them if you search enough. You can get them for twenty-five thousand. My friend that was right up the block from here just bought one uh, with the hundred and twenty amp-hour battery for twenty-five thousand on the nose. Yes, he drove to the next state to get it, but he got a beautiful Stormtrooper, white and black, low miles, like seven thousand miles. I think it's a twenty twenty-two BMW i3s, gorgeous, fully loaded. Every option you can, blue seatbelts and everything for $25,000. You're a BMW guy, that 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 will, get, will give you enough range to make the round trip almost all year round. Even in the winter, if you don't really hammer it, uh, you could do 100 miles with the 120 amp hour batteries if you have charging at work. And I know um, uh, Kyle's not wrong, Blink seems to be unreliable, but there are 16 of them there. So I gotta believe, you know, you'll be yeah, able to get one port down. At some point in the uh, in, in in the winter, if you're really hammering it and it's really cold, you might want to plug in for a little bit uh, on that round trip. I mean, they get somewhere around 140 miles uh, reliably in good weather. Uh, and uh, in the dead of winter, if you're driving really fast, 100, 110, 120 miles might be pushing it round trip. And in, in, if it's really cold, you know, I'm talking under 20 degrees. But I think that's the car for you, the BMW i3s. You're a BMW guy. You like to drive with fun, and uh, that's that. That's about the best bang for buck that you're going to get um, in that price range. Well, he's going to have to like to drive because there's no lane centering available. Now I have <laughs> coded. I've coded our old i3 to do lane centering with a little camera, and it like we also turned off the like ask to touch the steering wheel thing, and it was just dangerous. I mean, it's just not something you can rely on. So I think Tom, you know, I love. The i3s it is one of my dream cars it i truly this goes in the top you know category of kyle's favorite cars ever i just think it's not the right car here if he was able to have a twisty road commute on the way to work but it's just like you mentioned in the winter he's gonna have to charge halfway well not halfway yeah. at work it's and and yeah. you know and, it, and there's two things you gotta well, rely it's, on it's, what if it's, it's home business day round trip so he can I do think if he gets all day, no problem. Uh, I think if rough. he gets an i3s, he's going to end up selling his his um, 128 <laughs> six speed, and he'll have that money in his pocket because he's going to enjoy driving the i3s just as much on the weekend curvy roads and everything. You can get one car, do everything for you, and pocket the rest. I, I guess you could I, get a I owned wreck. an i3s. I drove it through the winter. I, I I could get 100 miles at that thing any time, any temperature, no matter how bad it was, almost no matter how fast I drove. So I think it can I think it can do your your commute without having to charge at work. But as you say, you do have those those units there. So I'm sticking to my guns. That's the car for you. Right on, so Martin. What's you got? Well, you're all wrong because I found the car for you right. at Capital Ford of. Charlotte. It's a 2019, 58,000 miles, premium plus spec. This is the car for you. I thought, no, we, through, I thought we made it through an episode without this. 23,999. It's under 25 grand. This is the one. This no, is the one. Here's what I don't like about this car. It's been there's modified. Nothing that, no, no, no. There's no, nothing this not to like. One. 
It's got the Euro spec headlights on it. So someone Fine. popped out the headlight and maybe either smoked the orange side marker or put in the wrong headlight unit, maybe after an accident. The wheels well. are blacked out, so you know it's never been driven hard. And in the <laughs> winter time, you're not getting 100 miles out of this thing. I mean, yeah, you are, but it's just so inefficient. <laughs> I mean, you're just going to be chugging the juice. We have an e-tron, and we live in a cold climate. And let me tell you, I do not take that car on long trips in cold climates because it won't go. It's got a heat pump, but somehow Audi ignored the word efficiency. I don't know what they were doing. It would be a comfortable well, commuter, though, but then you now, have to get a prestige with massaging seats and lane centering. Well, this is this is premium plus. This look, this is I, to your point on the body kit um, and the the um, it, the clearly it's an enthusiast's car. Nothing wrong with that. The smoked headlights. Clearly, it's a fan of the the Eurozone, and so I think we can't write this person off. Clearly, they're a they're a forward thinking car enthusiast, not a you know not a boy racer who's absolutely rinsed this within an inch of its life. So, um, you know, twenty three nine nine nine. I'm sure this will be fantastically reliable. Uh, that is so cheap. <laughs> How are we at low twenty thousand dollar range for Etron? This, this is the only e one. This is the only one I think. Oh, there's got to be it's, something. It's, there's got to be it's stories. Got a, it's got a clean title. It's got yeah. an absolutely fine title behind it. It's got no accidents and on an almost hundred kilowatt hour battery. How is this car? Uh, depreciating so much, but um, I think unless you buy this, I think you're missing out on you know you'll feel like a king driving this. Oh, well, you'll feel like a king until his electricity bill comes in, and he lives in, he lives in Massachusetts, right. and, and Massachusetts has like really high rates. I they think don't. it's fine. It's something yeah. to keep in mind. No, no, you're going to be cruising past Konas and BMW i3s, looking down on them, and you'll you know be like, true? "That could have been me. That could have been me." And you'll think, "I don't know. I, I don't think this is a car to do a lot of miles." In. I love the I love the e-tron, yeah. but well, he's got look. He's got workplace charging. He's only got to do 100 miles to get there, and uh, until this breaks down, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. You might yeah. even get one okay. or two journeys out of it. So well, I think yeah, you just don't know because sometimes they just the motors just explode out of nowhere. You have no idea when. <laughs> I know. There's no warning sign. If you start up your e-tron and it shows coolant low, do not move your e-tron. Is that the thing? Is that is coolant low the thing? Yeah, the coolant, uh, basically like the old Model S motors, floods the motors and uh, fries everything inside. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And they just okay. happen at random. Some happen at 5,000 miles, some at 20, some at 60, some is at 300,000. You just don't know. Wow. I don't think there's a recall, but there's a battery thing going on. We got to look into that for our car. Right. Yeah, yeah there is a battery recall or something happening. And they I, don't should know. Be I just noticed about that kind of stuff. I always tell people not to worry about it. And our car is still under warranty. And every time I start it, I still am like, oh, did something break? I don't know. <laughs> you know, every time it gets cold, the air suspension falls down. And I love the car, but it's just, I do really start to notice the reliability in the back of my head coming in recently. Okay. Yeah. How many miles you know, on that? Yeah. Ours is only twenty five thousand or something. Ooh. Okay. Okay. But it's so fine. Maybe it hasn't the, had a major issue, but right. maybe the twenty three grand Etron might not be for this person. But there's a buyer for every car, and good luck to the person that buys. Well, it. he's got a backup car, so worst case, if your EV That's does right. fail, you can take the one series. That's, That's right. True. That's true. So right. you could get a little adventurous. This is like my wife who keeps the the Golf Diesel on the driveway, right. like a like the family dog. And I'm like, can we get rid of that car? Just, no, I want to keep it. So like we that thing sit, it just sits there. I get it goes it has its annual service, and the guy looks at it and he's like, it's on six miles. I'm like, yeah, it was it was three miles down here, and it's three miles back. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I definitely look at the, at the Kona and, and the Bolt, even like the used, but two LT top trims, might as well go top trims, low miles on those cars. But but, but no lane centering. And I think that's so yeah. important on a commute. Really? So important on a commute. I, and you know, the, the, the Kona, whatever it's called, HDA or something is really good. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Um, I, so I was looking at, thinking of like, so he drives a BMW, likes driving quickly. So I, so I was hoping maybe the Tesla Model Three Performance might be some used ones out there with maybe high miles, but, but no, for there, there's no, yeah, no, no, there's no. But I mean, he commutes 100 miles a day. That's all. I mean, that's, that's a lot. lot. That's so a you, lot. I think, so you at least you at least want comfortable seats, and you know, I think the Model Three has really really comfortable yep, seats. So I agree. you know, ahead of the Bolt, and I don't I haven't spent enough time oh, yeah. in the Kona, but don't get a Bolt. Kona's fine. Okay. Okay, because I think you miles, go, that's a lot of time in a, in a seat, you know. So you want those seats to be that's like probably priority number one, just comfort, right? Yeah, comfort, so, cold weather efficiency. I think is something that should play in here as well, right? And that so was you, and that and that was me. I had a hundred mile commute each way until I left my last place, and and I did that in the Kona, no problem. That was okay. a nice drive. So right. from here to London's about hundred miles, and I did a two hundred mile round trip every day, and that was fine. So I would look at that, and uh, and I'll use Tesla Model Three, uh, long range, like rural drive. I looked for there's not a whole lot of, uh, of ones in that range with uh, all-wheel drive dual motors with long range dual motors. There's not a whole lot in that price range, but if you go uh, mid mid range or rural drive long range, you can no long range. Just go for the drive. big battery. Go for the big battery. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's kind of how I feel too. Because really. it's not just range. It's also charging speed. And when you get an sure. EV, as you guys know, it's not just going to be used for the commute. It's the, oh, I got to go out to up to Vermont or to New Hampshire or to wherever. And you're going to be charging it to go around. It's just nice to have the, the highest charging power available. Oh, hey, Kyle, do you know offhand how quick the uh, 2013 BMW i28 is? I28i? The i The what? The one twenty eight i one twenty eight i I say i oh yeah it's not that fast it's a na okay. inline six it's got to be like six seven seconds zero to sixty but it's not just about straight line speed it's about the noise the experience sure. the shifting it's a lot more than just power right but you know if so at least if you get to rural drive it'll be at least as quick as that it might not you know handle quite like you know the BMW I like mine not I like the way mine pretty hard. And I mean, handles pretty good. You know, yeah, I was going to say Model 3 is is from a BMW owner will feel very natural getting in that car. It does the things you want it to do. So if okay. you are thinking about replacing the 1 Series and also want a, a, a flare of sportiness, then yeah, Model 3 makes sense. But just to do a 100-mile a, a commute a day in a Model 3 that's old sounds awful. They're really? so noisy. They're so oh, noisy. Okay. Yeah. And crashy. They're not like it's not like a comfortable. Yeah, just cruising. It's like a. I mean, you have only get eighteen inch tires. Mine has nineteen. Is a little bit. I don't it think it makes that much of a difference. I've driven them yeah. both back to back. Yeah. Okay. I've been I've been thinking about you know I kind of wanted to try an eighteen inch wheel tire on mine because I I feel it's a little bit you know you can feel every little thing. Well, in, you have, in have the early. The you have the early suspension on your car, which is a lot stiffer than the new ones. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. All right. So I guess, and that's so that's all this. Just I couldn't really think of another sport. There's not any really good sporty, sporty like EVs and. But he doesn't need sporty for commuting. Yeah. Yeah, keep the fun car sporty and keep the daily car luxury. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good point. 
Just get yeah. an I3S yeah, you have... and sell the, sell the 128. Ah, put the money in the bank. The It'll do everything that you need it to do. It's lots right. of fun. I3S is a blast to drive. Yeah, I mean, if they, you get they a are chance still to holding their value. Drive. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing, right? If you can get the S's like in particular are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 All right. So I think that brings us to the end of our show. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them below or get in touch with us on the social media platform of your choice. Uh, if you like the show, please give us a thumbs up. If you didn't like the show, please give us a thumbs up. Click subscribe and tap that bell icon for notifications. Thank you all very much for joining us and we'll see you all again very soon. Ciao.